Many of us, maybe even most of us, spend an inordinate amount of time fretting about our brokenness and our weaknesses. So often, in fact, are we consumed by our shortcomings, our mistakes, our faults, that we have to unpack that before we can even get to the good stuff. In fact, so tempting is it to see ourselves through the lens of our brokenness that it often is the way in which we identify. And if we don't do it that way, we try to find tangible things to which we can cling to to identify. So instead of being a beloved son, a beloved daughter of God, something that's intangible, something that we truly are, we cling to those things that we can hold on to. I I have this degree, or I have that job, or I do this thing, I produce this product. We get so caught up in our brokenness, it's like a slavery. We can't be free from it. But not only that, we become isolated in it. We start to see ourselves as that thing. And we think to ourselves, well, no one else could possibly suffer and struggle as I suffer and struggle. So not only do we have a distorted view of ourselves, we pull ourselves away from the community, from Christ himself. We isolate ourselves. It's lonely. It's difficult. But the beauty of our human condition, broken as it may be by sin, is that all of our struggles are all of our struggles. We are never alone, even in our most difficult and hardest parts of our life. There is someone out there who can relate to us. There is someone who loves us. And through faith, we know that God desires to save us in and through our brokenness. God makes covenant with the Israelites. They abandon him. God comes to them first in order to save them. We, in our own ways, fall away from God. Even though we may have sight, or we may not, or we may have hearing, or we may have our use of reason, we often use those in the wrong way, or we don't see, or hear, or think with the mind, the heart, and the eyes of God. God comes to us anyway, to restore our sight. And so often as it happens in the gospel, Jesus comes to us first on the periphery. He comes to us and we can sense that he is here. We may not be able to see him, to hear him, to feel him, but we know that the Lord is close by. And we get this great story of the blind Bartimaeus in the gospel today. And the fullness of the gospel is here for all of us. Bartimaeus is blind, right? He is in a world of darkness. He is in a world of hurt. And in the Jewish tradition, someone who was blind or disabled had that because of the sins of their ancestors. Now, we don't believe that in our Christian faith. But Bartimaeus represents all of us who are in some way, shape, or form in darkness, in brokenness. And Jesus comes to us. And it's so important for us to be honest about our brokenness. Because Jesus doesn't come just to save us because you're wonderful and all of those things. You are. He comes to save us, to set us free. To heal us in our darkest and most difficult spaces. But so often when we sense Jesus on the periphery, we are so clinging to our isolation, to our wounds, 
that even if we work up the courage to say, Jesus, have pity on me, when we are rebuked like Bartimaeus, we go back into our shell. We go back into our fear. But brothers and sisters, we are made for greatness. We are made to, in that moment, as Bartimaeus did in the gospel, to cry out all the more. Because it is only Jesus who will set us free. It is only Jesus who will give us what we need to be the person that the world so desperately needs us to be. It's not faith or works, it's faith and works. We need this powerful, intimate relationship and encounter with the Lord so that like Bartimaeus, we can follow after Jesus and change the world through the love of Jesus. We are called to cry out from the depths of our heart. And it's the beautiful thing of this gospel. When we who are broken cry out and work up the courage to entrust our hearts to Jesus, to ask Him for the greatest thing, that He brings us into the church, even if the church herself is broken. The apostles and the disciples are rebuking Bartimaeus, and Jesus calls him into their midst anyway. And He says to each of us the same thing that the apostles said to Bartimaeus. Take Courage. Get up. Jesus is calling you. You, Bartimaeus, worthless in the eyes of your peers, Jesus has come for you. You who are gathered here in this church today, broken, struggling, hurting, isolated, take courage. Get up. Jesus is here for you. The power of the presence of Christ in our lives changes everything. We don't even get Jesus on the peripheries. God loves us so much that he makes himself present on the altar. In the bread and the wine, they become the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus. So that we might, weak that we are, take courage, get up, fling away the things that cling to this world like Bartimaeus and follow Jesus. And to ask him not just for healing, but for the greatest and deepest desire of our hearts. Bartimaeus says, Lord, give me sight. I want to see. What do you need? What do you want from the Lord? Where are you hurting? What relationship needs healing? What sin needs to be overcome? Jesus is here for you. This gospel, brothers and sisters, is the most important gospel in my life. More than 20 years ago when I heard this gospel, I was a knucklehead. I, like, you really, I'm not going to go into it because we don't want to glorify sin. But I was broken, and I didn't know it. I was a teenager, and I was searching for happiness and fulfillment in all the wrong places. And I heard this gospel, and I was blind in so many ways, and I was deaf in so many ways, and I was hard of heart in so many ways, and in so many ways I still am. And yet Jesus came to me. And those words, take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you, it might as well have split me in two. With such precision, with such love, with such tenderness, the Lord spoke into the deepest and darkest part of my life and called me to himself. 
In that moment, in that time, in that church, I thought to myself, is Jesus calling me to be a priest? And of course, the immediate answer was, no, there's no way he could possibly call me that. I want to have a wife and a family and kids and all of that that comes with the world. But the Lord kept after me. And as we heard in that letter to the Hebrews, the Lord calls high priests, each high priest, from among the people. He doesn't call us because we are great. He calls us because we are broken. He calls us because he wants to heal us in a way that can bring healing to the people whom we serve. An irony of ironies, as weird and as wonderful as my college years were, they were not close to the Lord. And yet, in his great love, he said, take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. I am calling you. And when I finally, broken that I was, said, Lord, I want to be healed. I want to be yours. He called me to the Dominicans because I wanted to be a priest, an academic priest. And God laughed and said, you're going to a campus ministry. And you who were once blind in that time of your life are now called to bring my sight and my eyes and my heart to those people. This is what the Lord desires for all of us. To set us free. To call us to himself. But we must choose to follow. It is not some passive thing. Bartimaeus is blind, so he has nothing. He is the poorest of the poor. And so when it says he gets up and casts aside his cloak and runs to Jesus before he's even been healed, brothers and sisters, Bartimaeus forsakes everything that the world has to offer before he has even received the fullness of healing from Jesus. Such is his hope and courage. So too the Lord is calling us individually, us as a parish, us as a church, to cling to not those things which give us safety and security because so often those are shrouded in blindness and deafness and hardness of heart, but to cast aside even the little in things, that, even the little things to which we cling in this world and to follow after Jesus, to cry out from the bottom of my heart, Lord, I want to see. Lord, free me from this sin. Lord, I need healing. And to follow him. For years in my life, I thought, well, Jesus is calling me. That's enough. But in the gospel, Bartimaeus is called and he responds. He is healed and he follows after Christ. This is the path of the disciple to which each and every one of us is called through our baptism. To cling to the Lord Jesus. To follow after him. To bring him everything so that he can set us free. Because in your relationships, at your work, in your family, in everything you do, Jesus desires to bring salvation to the world through your life. And he gives meaning, purpose, and life even to those things about which you are ashamed or you feel no one could redeem. He makes those the things in which you will shine his light on the world. Take courage. Get up. Jesus is calling you.